Queen C Podcast. This is Mila. And this is Zuri. And let's get ready to sip on this hot tea. So what's going on, girl? What happened with you last week? Well, um, nothing too much. It's just um, I was talking to my mom about this. And I was telling her, like, the more I feel like I'm moving up, the, the more I'm tested. Okay. And I've been tested a lot this week on my job. <laughs> what, what happened now? Um, it's it's not much of like um responsibility wise, but the people that I'm working with. Okay. It's like they're starting to overstep some boundaries okay. a little bit and I've had to um You're handling it differently yeah, now. Yeah. It, it's just a show that you know, I have grown, mm-hmm. I have progressed mm-hmm. because now I just say okay. And I walk away. Mm-hmm. I don't give attitude. I don't, you know, speak back or whatever. But um, I do want to say that with that being said, I do kind of need to find other ways to respond. Okay. So right, yeah. Away. So right now I have grown to the part where I can walk away. But I also need to learn how to professionally respond. Gotcha. Without showing attitude or aggression, but just letting them know that I know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and please don't do that again. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten there, okay. but I'm I'm working on it. Okay. Um. Other than that, I've been still chilling. <laughs> I, I think I'm ready. Se- Look, I know it's still <laughs> September. It's still our birthday <laughs> month, and I'm I think I'm ready to turn up a little bit now. <laughs> you don't got um, enough rest. Enough rest from Panama City. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you? Your um, birthday just passed. My birthday just passed. And actually, I this is probably the coolest birthday day that I've ever experienced in my life. Because I was a little bit under the weather. But um, I did go out and got a drink. Uh, and then got my free food. Like I was telling y'all from all my birthday places. Got my free food, but I'm still celebrating. I celebrate all the way up until the end of September. So that's what I'll be doing. That's what I was doing. And I just what I was just telling Mila is that my recoup time is getting a little longer now since I'm getting older. <laughs> so it used to take me like a day or so to be back out in the streets or whatever, but now it's taking me a, almost a week. So, <laughs> so that's what happens when you get a little older. But um, Mila, tell us what's going on in social media news this week. I, you know, I'm not big into that, so I don't know what happened. But <laughs> share some light for us. What's pieces? So this week is going to be another big social media week, you guys. Um, a lot happened. A lot took place. Um, not just with social media, but period. Um, first, I just want to go ahead and say. Congratulations to uh, Portia Williams. She's having a baby. Okay. Now that's something in her past she kind of struggled with. She was married married uh, previously, and they had a miscarriage in that marriage. Married to yeah. who? Cordell Stewart. Okay. Yeah, she's from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. said, I don't know <laughs> who these people are. <laughs> so you have to break it down for me. And um, another thing that happened this week is the Emmys. So I do want to shout out some people. I'm going to shout out Samira Wiley. She won an Emmy for Guest Actress on The Handmaid's Tale. That's on Hulu. I've heard that's pretty good. I, Have you seen I, it? I haven't checked it out, but they, it looks pretty good. I think I'm going to get into it. Okay. Yeah, okay. everybody says, it gets good reviews. Everybody says it's pretty good. You know what it's about? 
kind of like uh from what i get from the previews and what i've heard about it it's kind of like a a women's uh not revolt but like women taking their place back or okay you know okay. that type of thing I also want to shout out Regina King. She got an Emmy for a lead actress in the series Seven Seconds on Netflix. No, that was good. I did watch that. Yes. And Ron Sievers Jones, guest actor on This Is Us, which is my favorite show. Yeah, on yeah. TV. I still got to finish watching it. Oh, it's so good. It's about to come back on uh, next week. Oh, so they still, they're still continuing yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I guess they can because it's about their childhood life. Yeah. Um, Tiffany Haddish. She won one for guest actress on Saturday Night Live when she had okay. her own special that night. Okay. Cat Williams won one for his guest appearance in Atlanta. So we just want to shout. Oh, so out. they get Emmys for those kind of things mm -hmm. also. Okay. If your if your performance is that good, where like people, I I haven't seen that episode with Cat Williams, so people like rave about that episode and how hilarious it was. Really? Yes. I, I guess That's I was a misconception for my part that I thought Emmys was just for like TV series kind of thing. No, 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 no. Um, it's it's. I mean, you're an actor. Yeah. If you appear in something and you you kill it, then okay. Why not? <laughs> gotcha. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, uh, really quick because nothing really happened, was uh, basketball wise reunion. Oh yeah, I remember you was all interested in that. Yeah, because I thought the reunion was gonna be bomb. <laughs> that sucked. Did it really? Yes, Jennifer didn't show up. Are and you surprised? She... Not really. Okay. Because they were her lawyers, quote unquote. You know how Jennifer do. She uh, had her lawyers send a email to the producers stating that she won't be coming to the reunion because she feared for her safety. And that sounds just like her. Yes. <laughs> it does. Um, Evelyn and Tammy went back and forth for a little bit. And Tammy walked off stage. Mm -hmm. So they weren't able to do the another set with her and Reggie. Okay. Which is her boyfriend. Um, Evelyn kept talking shit about Tammy. They have a thing back and forth. Now when it comes to the thing between Evelyn and Tammy, I'm more on Tammy's side than Evelyn's side. Okay. Uh, that's because when Tammy first came on the scene years ago for Basketball Wives, she was struggling. Um, she was not getting child support or anything. Oh, or struggling financially. Financially, yes. She wasn't getting child support, child support or anything like that from her ex-husband. So she was going through it and, and uh, she was on food stamps, all of that at one point in time. So when she first came on the scene, of course, she doesn't look like you guys as far as like the designer wear and has a stylist and a makeup artist and yeah. all of that stuff. So she, you know, really made fun of her in the beginning. And what I don't like that Evelyn has been doing is that Tammy has gone a long way since then you know she has really started picking up some acting gigs she's making money she's she's lost a lot of weight she's looking better she's doing better in life and evelyn keeps trying to take her back back to, to when she where met, i know you win yeah so <laughs> it's like you don't want to see her progress you hate mm. on her about everything but anyway so that was kind of boring it was only like two or three arguments on there. No, they really didn't get to get into too much because Jennifer was missing and Tammy mm -hmm. left early, so it was kind of boring. Okay, I felt cheated out of my time. <laughs> <laughs> if I be honest about it, the next thing happened. 
this week was uh cat williams and wanda smith i got into it uh wanda smith is a radio host here in atlanta on v103 her and frank ski have a morning show mm -hmm. um on the radio and they have been, yeah because he came back Did, wasn't he gone like, he was gone minute? yeah he tried to venture out and do his own thing and it didn't work no okay yeah he tried to uh he had his own television program for a while but okay. it, it wasn't really getting good ratings so he came back to the radio show um at first it was um ryan cameron had moved up to the morning and then okay. ryan cameron just left um he moved to another state so then they gave frank ski his, his spot, spot back. back with wanda and uh they had cat williams on there cat williams and red grant was on there and wanda and cat kind of got into a little you know back and forth Jonas session yeah. yeah like they're both comedians and she actually started it first mm -hmm. but it was funny they both were laughing uh they kept talking every time Franksky tried to go to a commercial break she kept talking and when she tried to go to commercial break she kept talking he kept talking it was a back and forth situation yeah. she lost at the end of the day the video went viral and people were talking about her mm -hmm. So, then a, a situation happened at the Atlanta Comedy Theater, which is one of our comedy theaters here in Georgia. And something happened between Cat Williams and her husband, and an altercation went to places it shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't have even been an altercation, honestly. Yeah, because both of them, you know, you it's, if you're a comedian, it's already understood. It's well, I, hold on, I thought it was understood that you know you could do you could say your little things back and forth and nothing no hard feelings or but if you don't want to do that then shut up yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> so also um from frank ski he said that the husband called him up and was talking to him and all of that stuff so they talked about it on the radio show and she was saying that frank ski should have stopped it he should have went to commercial break and all of this and all of that how she is so hurt and she didn't want the video she really? didn't know the video was gonna go viral oh woe is me who whoever knows when a video is going to go viral? but the thing is she um she misunderstood what they were saying from her point of view she uh -huh. thought that they were only going to play a clip of it not the full video okay so she i think she's honestly but hurt because it went viral and now people are making fun of her because she lost the Jonas mm -hmm. okay and you are only upset because of that and that's what also what Frank uh Frank Ski said he said I do believe if the shoe was on the other foot if Cat Williams would have lost and you would have won you would have been fine with it going viral you would have had no problem with people yeah. laughing at him I agree you would have had no problem with the jokes you made to him it would have never been this and I agree with him mm -hmm. and also, he pointed out the fact that he tried to go to commercial break several times. And Wanda kept coming and back. And she kept coming back. And he also stated that, you know, people were coming to him like, why didn't he stop it or whatever. But, like, he told her, "You, we've both been on this radio show for years. Mm -hmm. You have as much power as I do. If you don't want something to continue, all you got to do is tell them to stop. And it stops. Yeah. So, as somebody that's a woman, as somebody that's, you know, a comedian... Who has been doing radio for so many years? Like, why? Why are you playing victim? Mm -hmm. You started the whole banter. You told the band that his clothes look like they old. You know what I'm saying? Like, you started all of this. Then he go. He comes back at you. You're laughing about it. 
everybody in the studio is laughing but now you're like well i didn't like it that's not something i do this is if you don't do it then shut up yeah. like why continue to go back and forth with him you know what i'm saying like if if i know that bacon is not my thing <laughs> Why am I going to volunteer to do a bake-off? Yeah. Why am I going to volunteer to bake something for a bake sale? Like, yeah. And then I get upset because people don't like my cookies. Yeah. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> I thought you were talking about baking the pig. No. <laughs> you mean baking. Yeah. I'm country, y'all. I'm sorry. But, yeah, if I, if I do, like, a bake-off or whatever, mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to get upset when people say that my cake was nasty. Exactly. I don't bake. <laughs> Point taken. I mean, but anyway, I just felt like that went too far. Mm -hmm. She took she took it to a place they didn't have to go. Her and her husband both. Um, and if you're if you're not that type of comedian to go back and forth with people, don't start it, don't continue it. And then exactly. it's done. You know, you that's your radio show. If you did not want that to be aired, if you did not want that to happen, you could have cut it off. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I want to bring up. <laughs> is a video that went viral uh, about a lady who was on the phone with the police. Okay. Uh, she was vanilla. And <laughs> she was claiming that a guy was running her over and he's videotaping her. And she's just standing in front of his car. But she is like on the phone like, oh my God, he's running me over. He's running me over. Being an actor. And she's done this before. Wow. She done, somebody pulled a video of her of her doing it before mm -hmm. saying oh my god they're, they're attacking me they're attacking me and nobody was touching her I feel like I'm gonna just call it I'm gonna call it spade a spade okay this is basic white woman behavior <laughs> it is it uh -huh. is when we think about like old like past things that we already know about like mm -hmm. black men going to jail for quote unquote mm -hmm. raping white women back in the day and then the white woman comes back and says oh I just oh, didn't oh god want, don't bring that story back up I just didn't want people <laughs> yeah. to know or I was scared of what my family was going to say mm -hmm. about me you know having sex or dating this black man yeah. so I lied on him and I said he raped me mm -hmm. stop doing that and it's so many like stories that have come up like the whistling one yeah and i watched a news clip about a guy he was in a neighborhood for fourth of july he parked in front of the lady's house she okay. didn't want him parked there so he tries to get in his car and leave like she's trying to be in his face yeah she calls 911 and says this man is beating me this man is beating on me he's attacking me mm -hmm. i need y'all to understand that as black people in america y'all can't play with our lives like that yeah and you can try to act like you know the police don't uh target us or whatever but that's not true if we go back to that video of the guy mm -hmm. who was in the airport and he was getting slammed on the ground yeah you're treating me like a black person white people know what goes on yeah they know that when the police is called, you might die. Mm -hmm. So don't sit here and say, "Oh, I didn't. I don't think. I didn't know that they were gonna do it, or I didn't do it with that intent, or not." It, it's not about your intent. Yeah, it's about my life. Mm -hmm. And that police officer might be having a bad day. Yeah, and I just might be the end of his bad day. So 
if you have somebody in your life that is like this or mm -hmm. you know somebody like this or you hang around people like that talk to them yeah. because it's not educate okay them. yeah educate them make them understand the seriousness of them calling the police it's mm -hmm. not just it's not a joke it's not a joke it's not call the police and they make me leave it's when they get here as soon as they step out their car their hand is on their gun. Yeah. It's not even giving me a chance to hear my story. Mm -hmm. I just saw another video clip of two young boys looked at, looked like they were about 10 or 12 on the ground handcuffed and the police is pointing his gun at them. These are young children. Mm -hmm. Black children. And this is how we are treated in America and that's why I want people to start taking seriousness when it comes to us. And calling the police. If yeah. it's something that is not needed, y'all stop. Please stop calling the police on black folks for stupid stuff. Yeah. Stop doing it. And I and I hope they start finding people for it. Yeah. I really do. Because if they start doing that, maybe it might it might make you think twice before you start dialing nine one one for ridiculous things. I really I really hope they do. Anyway, I don't I don't want to get too much because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a whole turn, other show topic. It is. It, that can turn. That can get really really deep. Anyway, um, the next thing that I saw trending or whatever was a judge uh, his name is Michael Batchman he's a former judge of Hamilton County um, Magistrate Court uh, that's in Ohio it's on video of him chasing a young lady out of court mm -hmm. I'm not sure what happened what the altercation was about but in the video the lady is arguing with someone else I don't know if it's an attorney or whoever and she's starting to walk away the judge runs out of the courtroom, chases the young lady, and then grabs her by the back of her neck and wow, escorts really? her, yes, escorts her back into the courtroom. The judge, the guy, he got off the podium. He got off, yes, he, he got off the bench. He that, went. that was a lot of effort. Yeah. So he has not resigned uh, due to that. He said that it was either he resigned or he got fired, and I guess. They trying to get that pension. Yeah, that pension. <laughs> <laughs> so he he quit. He like she ain't worth all that. <laughs> so I brought this up just to get how do you feel about that? I know how I feel about it. But well, like, I feel like that was like I said that took a lot of effort because judges usually don't move too quick off that darn podium. Mm -hmm. So for him to make that that's effort, what the bailiff bailiff is for. Yeah, for him to get off that podium and go chase somebody down, then you approached her in a very uh, abrasive way. That was. You overdid it. You mm -hmm. really overdid it. And I'm trying to think, what what was even his thought pattern there? My thing is, if she is, uh, what is it? This what is it when they uh, take you to jail for what? She, what disorder of court or something like that? Well, when she has to be sentenced to jail? Or no, something? when people are um, disrupting the courtroom. And you can go to jail. For oh, contempt? Contempt in contempt of court. If okay. that was the case, mm -hmm. have her arrested. Yeah, you should. The pers the whole purpose of you being a judge is so you don't have to do the dirty work. I thought. So you get like I said, you getting off that podium for one was just like I bet everybody was looking like, what is he doing? <laughs> for you to feel like it was okay. Yeah, people do that to children and animals. For you to feel like it's okay to grab, grab her by the back of the neck, her by the neck, and escort her back to the courtroom, that has to, you know, that says a lot about your character. Yeah. That you feel like that was okay. Yeah. That's not okay to do to anyone. 
black, white, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not okay for you to ever put your hands on anyone if you're not going to arrest them. I'm going to have to look more into that case because now it makes me want to feel like something was personal in this situation. When I saw it, it had, it had just like hit the news. Okay. So I don't know if they've like investigated it some more mm-hmm. or not. I haven't looked back at it, but I think y'all should just stop putting your hands on people. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Don't put your hand on anyone. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Let's go back to ele- <laughs> elementary pre-K teaching. Mm-hmm. But keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Our next story is going to be about... Let's have a moment of silence first. Well, what you going to say? George Zimmerman. As I roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> George Zimmerman has been in the media again. Uh, back in December, he threatened Jay-Z, um, said that he'll kill him like he did and like he has no problem killing Jay-Z like he did back in February of 2012. If you guys don't know, George Zimmerman killed a young man named Trayvon Martin in cold blood February of 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got away with it. Yeah, he was acquitted. Yes. So... Uh, of course, you know, Jay-Z addressed him in a rap battle, told him, you know, pretty much threatened him back. Mm-hmm. He was back in the news uh, the same time around the Nikki and Cardi situation happened. I wasn't even going to address it. Yeah. Because I don't like talking about Talk, yeah, giving George him Zimmerman. kind of um, I, notoriety with yeah, his name. Anyway. I mean, my stomach turns when I hear his name. But... I brought him up again. Uh, well, what happened with the during the Cardi B Nikki situation around that time? He threatened to put Beyonce in a 13 foot gator. You know, he's from Florida, so that's that's the thing I guess to say. Uh huh. But I brought him up because he's he, doing a lot of talking <laughs> and bragging. Yeah, exactly. That's and bragging. Like, Dude, yes. damn, really? and bragging. And bragging, and I feel like he should go to jail for that. But you know, double jeopardy law—they mm-hmm. can't do anything about it. But I brought him up again because he was photographed signing American flags in packs of Skittles. No other spit in the face. Yeah. That—that that is the ultimate. Like fuck you. Yeah. If people don't know, I mean, you should know, but Trayvon Martin was killed in cold blood. He went to a gas station. Um, he just wanted some snacks. He picked up an Arizona mm-hmm. uh, tea and a pack of Skittles. Yep. And George Zimmerman stated that he felt threatened or and he thought that Trayvon Martin was going to do something suspicious because there was some break-ins that was happening around the... Uh, local neighborhood mm-hmm. and so he was following Trayvon Trayvon was running um, trying to get away from George Zimmerman the, called his friend yeah called his uh, friend at the time mm-hmm. the police told him the the 911 operator told him not to follow him and yeah. he did it anyway. anyway he made up a story and I'm going to say I'm going to say it was yeah. made up yeah. Based on the facts yeah. that the story he he stated was made up. That when he caught up with Trayvon Martin, Trayvon was uh, physically assaulting him and he feared for his life and he shot that baby in cold blood. When I say baby, Trayvon Martin was 17 years old. 
And he's out and he's bragging about it and he's signing Skittles. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's the ultimate spit in your face. That pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It really does. It pisses me off. And, you know, some people back him. You know, some people feel like, you know, what he did was uh, the right thing to do. I don't. Most black people don't. And uh, Trayvon still has not gotten his justice. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up because it, it really bothered me. It really took me back to the place that yeah. I was in back in 2012. Yeah, because I remember watching the whole trial and it was just heartbreaking. I watched a little bit of it. I couldn't get through it. It just, because when you hear the, okay, when the case happened and you heard Trayvon scream, mm-hmm. that I broke down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that hit a spot in me that I just, I couldn't take it. Yeah. So, and you feel emotionally connected. Yeah. Because this could be any of one of any, our, yeah. Oh, any your one cousin, of our your cousins, brother, your son. They could be anybody. 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 And no one helped him. But I feel like uh, there should be something that his family can get against George Zimmerman stating that anything concerning that case like a, a non-disclosure or a gag order yeah. or something he should not be able to walk around and brag about killing someone's child I don't care about je- double jeopardy mm-hmm. he should not be able to do it point blank period it, it's just that's something they have to live with for yeah. the rest of their life that their child is gone mm-hmm. they will never get to see their child graduate college get married have have, have grandchildren mm-hmm. it's just that's something they forever have lost that every other parent gets to do mm-hmm. they always have to remember when his birthday passed uh-huh you just bring it back up it brings yeah. it back up when the, the anniversary of his death that that's something that they will never heal from totally they may get you know to certain yeah. milestones where they can talk about it go you know different things and mm-hmm. and I feel like they've done a lot you know they still talk about it to this day and it, and it still hurts them but they've reached milestones that I don't know I could reach if I was a parent yeah but I really feel like his family um I'm not sure what they're doing in the background but mm-hmm. I hope that they are fighting to at least get a gag order on him mm-hmm. about that situation but we're gonna try to keep this light. <laughs> we're gonna try to keep this light, y'all. Uh, but Beyonce's ex-drummer or former drummer, should I say? Okay. Has made a statement that Beyonce is a witch, <laughs> and that she put a magical spell on her life, and that she can't move forward. Um, and Beyonce has control of her finances. She just did a lot. Yeah. Like, y'all, okay. She went to the media with this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she did. Y'all gotta stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no sense. <laughs> that made her seem really crazy. And it could be the truth. Yeah. But bring proof to the table where you're gonna make allegations like that. <laughs> At least have a video of yeah. her doing the spell. Or, <laughs> or record a conversation or something. <laughs> but I would just be out here like, Beyonce's a witch. witch. Yeah. 
not laughing at Especially me. when she got that beehive in her background. <laughs> I know. You know they'll come for they you. They will shut your whole career down. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to make. I'm not trying to make fun of the young lady. Mm-hmm. But please come with receipts. Yeah, like when you correct. make allegations like that, especially against Beyonce, y'all know. Yeah. Beyonce is held at a pedestal. Yes. Please do better. But that's it for social media news. Um, but since you said a little bit about Beyonce, we do know that she has twins. Mm-hmm. And so our topic of conversation today is, is it responsible to have multiple children? So I'm just going to give you a little background on me. Um, I am the oldest of five kids. And I say... Even though I love each of my siblings, I love my parents to the utmost respect. I don't think it's... Very lightly, not. If I listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) But I do not think it is responsible, logical to have multiple children. And um, I will give you my reasons why. (laughs) And I will tell you my current situation is I only have one child. Because I went through the background and the um uh, as a child of being able to pull and tug at my parents attention and their energy and trying to spread it over five kids and i just don't think that it is responsible or logical to have multiple children and to be able to satisfy each child's um attention level energy level physical level to where they need it the most so, before I get any more in-depth in that, what is your background on this, Mila? Okay, so you guys know I do not have children, but I am the only child. Okay. My mom is the baby of 10. Okay. So, um, I don't think she made, like, the the decision as far as, like, only having one child on purpose. I just think that was just her situation at the time. Gotcha. Um, and then when she got remarried, it was just too late. I was... 10 <laughs> so uh, I want to have multiple children as the only child mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know if you did you want to go that far yeah, right yeah okay because but why do you want to have multiple children as far as like I think two is satisfying enough for me okay if I have more then that's fine but I think two is satisfying enough for me um, that child will always have a best friend and I know it's people out here who do not talk to their siblings or mm-hmm. um, they're going through something with their siblings or whatever the case may be but you always have somebody you can talk to I know that I have gotten close to people who I thought was like family or who I thought was like my sister or yeah. whatever but that never that didn't last like me and those people are not close anymore. We do not talk at all because they turned their back on me. So you think having a, having multiple children, you set up a background that they always have someone in their corner? Yeah, and then they'll they'll learn how to deal with social skills a little bit better. Okay. Like with me, I know I do struggle with certain things as far as like uh, dealing with other people. And you feel like that came from you being the only child? Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. And like I said, growing up being the oldest of five kids, I felt like, yeah, I, yeah, my social skills is awesome, honey. Mm-hmm. I'm like one of the best. Yeah. 
<laughs> because I know how to deal with different personalities. Mm -hmm. I know how to um, deal with prioritizing, mm -hmm. multitasking, mm -hmm. the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, as I look at it parental-wise, mm -hmm. I think that my parents was not physically able to give all five of us the attention that we needed growing up and being raised that they should have been able to give and it's just it's just not physically in my mind this is my opinion mm -hmm. and I can only speak from this is it wasn't physically possible it just wasn't not only going from let, let's just do something superficial as such as Sally Sue over here got a game at 5 o'clock and then Bob Jilly over here got one at doggone 5.15 and then you got the other one over here that got one at 5.10 you cannot physically be at three places at one time. You just can't. So, I see you over there shaking and stuff. What you want to say? <laughs> because I, I want to ask you this. Okay. Because I do hear this from, like, older children. Okay. Like, whoever is the oldest, this is what I feel. Okay. That you're a, the, the child that had all of the responsibilities. Like, your parents were the hardest on you. Of course. And I was. Then, I always say I was a trial and error child. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like... Well, I don't feel. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Is your outlook on multiple children due to that? Due to you being the only child I do believe like, so. That it's more... It, I, it, rate, it weighs more heavily on my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because I was the one that it was like, Zuri is... We did this with Zuri... Okay, don't do that with the next one. Mm -hmm. We didn't do this with Zuri. Mm -hmm. Do that with the next one. Mm -hmm. So it was like, uh, let's just play this by ear kind of thing. And then in the outcome of that, it, it molded me into certain directions and things of that nature. To the point where I'm just like, I felt like sometimes when I needed my parents, they just was not there. Mm -hmm. You know, because they had four other children to rear and raise and things like that. So... Yeah, I can I can see that viewpoint from you coming saying that the oldest the oldest you know it gets more harder on. But I still think you cannot physically, no matter if you have the money or not, you cannot physically be there and give the attention that a child needs. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I have one child now, mm -hmm. and should be that's the end of it. But <laughs> <laughs> but I see how much I have to give to him. Like practices and emotional support and physical support and financial support. Imagine that, and I know we're in a different day and age. I do take that into account accountability or whatever. But imagine that spreading that over five kids. But imagine you know, that spreading that over three kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's just to me, I'm like, I would be at my wits end trying to manage. Three different personalities, two different personalities, and trying to make sure that everybody got what they need, what they want, and make sure that everything is, is straight in their life. You know what I'm saying? Can, can you see that? Can you just see that? Please, can you see it? <laughs> <laughs> so, my question to you, is it more about you or is it more about the child? The reason why I say this is because it's more about the child. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Because I was one of those but, children. <laughs> no, but I'm saying your decision, is is it based more on on you and how you feel and how you were treated and how you feel like you don't want to have to give that much to multiple children? 
not that I want to give that much, that I want to give them the best of me. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's how I feel. And you don't think that's. Okay. My parents wasn't able to give me the best of them because they had to spread themselves too thin. Can you see that point of view? I can see that point of view. I get that point of view. Okay. Because like I said, my mom is the baby of 10. And, you know, listening to their different stories, everything mm-hmm. was different. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my mom was the quote-unquote accident child. <laughs> Usually the baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oops. Yeah. That didn't mean uh, Because her and my cousins are kind of same in age. Okay. Like maybe only a few years apart. But, like I said, I'm the only child. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that I wish I had siblings for. Okay. Things like emotional support. Mm-hmm. Someone I can talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when things are happening with my mom, I don't have to worry about who is going to be there for her. Or do I have to take off work? Or do I need to plan this? Or, you know, all of that falls on me. Mm-hmm. And, and I can see that because my husband is the only child. And the situation we're going through now is all on him. And I do see your viewpoint of like it does fall everything on him. If he don't do it, then it ain't going to nobody not, else. Yeah. The buck stops at him. I do see that. And I do think about that with my with my child. Like if something was to happen to us or anything, like who if he who who is his backup? He don't have one. So I, you know, as a parent, I just try to make sure that I can put certain things in order so it doesn't have to weigh heavily on him mm-hmm. responsibility-wise. But, yes, I do see that viewpoint of everything not falling on you as a child to take care of your parent as they get older in age. I do see that. And, like, you have a a best friend for life. Like, you just uh, were saying that you threw your sister mm-hmm. a, a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. If I ever get married, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> Because, like I said, it's like you get close to people, but yeah. then something happens. It's like, you know, certain things happen. Yeah. But you can't really trust too much in the connection because you always know mm-hmm. it can fail. And with your family, that's family forever. And even if y'all are having a spat, I know some people go their whole life without talking to people. Yeah, that is But true. then on their deathbed, mm-hmm. they, they say, that I wish I never did this. I wish we could have reconciled this dispute or yeah. whatever and they wish they did better by their family but when you lose friends and people who are not really connected to mm-hmm. you and stuff like that that rolls off of your shoulder okay because you don't have to see them in every family function or you don't have to see them at every wedding or whatever the case may be you don't have to see them mm-hmm. and i do know in some situations where the only the older child is the more responsible child and they have to take care of everything and the younger children don't take care of anything mm-hmm. those are different type of situations i feel like that has something to do Strictly on the parenting, mm-hmm. as far as you only giving this child responsibility, and mm-hmm. just because this one child has a responsibility, the other children don't have responsibility, so they don't know how to take care of other situations. Yeah. So that has something to do with the parenting. Mm-hmm. But as far as hap- having multiple children, I personally think if you are emotionally think that you are stable if you are financially stable Mm -hmm. if you can plan as far as like when they get older activities things of that nature or having one-on-one time with your children learning your children's personalities because I do feel like as well in the black community we believe in one way of raising children yeah we don't 
always try to cater to a child and their needs. And their needs and if you ever tell an old school black person, I don't whoop my children, mm-hmm. they will look at you sideways. <laughs> yep. But that just might not work for your child. Yeah. And that's all it has. It, it has nothing to do with your beliefs about, you know, spankings and all of that. Yeah. It just, maybe that does not work for that child. Mm-hmm. You can probably pop them as many times as you want to. They're still going to do it. So your tactics with that child has to be, be different. different. And agree. if you are willing to cater to each child's personality, if you decide to have multiple children mm-hmm. and really, you know, take on a... Uh, strategy I guess when it comes to the parenting of the of those children uh-huh. no it won't be easier but I do feel like it'll be kind of more successful okay. and this is just something I think will happen um, I know some people say that they wait to have an age gap Okay, now that's Between another children. that's another perspective to attack is um so what do you think is a great age to where you say okay that one's old enough now where I can kind of, I done kind of got him good in, you know, good in his system and we know each other. We have embraced each other's personality and I'm there for him. What age do you think is okay to say, okay, I'm going to have another one. I'm going to start this over. For me personally, I would like a four year difference. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Four years. So four kindergarten, starting a new one. Okay. I can see that. Because at, at four... You're at the age where you can tell me yeah. what it is that you need. Mm-hmm. You're you, out of diapers. You're potty trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a, a established relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I have that other child, it won't be uh, me going to one crying baby than the other crying yeah, baby. Yeah. And I feel like you will be more in being an older sibling because you're able to help or I can make you feel special. Okay. I know a lot of children love helping with their little brothers, love helping with their little sisters. But for me, I just think it's better to just wait until maybe four okay. and then have another baby. Uh, because you've gone through those infant toddler yeah. milestones and everyone knows about terrible too. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. <laughs> go through it but i have uh, i used to babysit Mm -hmm. and i've watched some children Mm -hmm. that are in their terrible twos and they can try you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i think if you're dealing with a newborn and a terrible two that's kind of hard yeah because you're dealing with one child i guess guess the compromise on this is i can see you i can see you having multiple children four years apart and um Four years, I can see multiple children four years apart, and yeah, okay, I, I can see that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said, people say you can't plan to have a children. You'll never be ready for a child. Yes, you'll never be ready for a child because, like I said, every child is different. Yeah, personality is different. Yes, but as far as planning for your life and your lifestyle and how you would like your life to go, I think and, you kind of have control about and, it. And another four years, let's say college. You know, college is doggone expensive. Mm-hmm. So four years gives you four years to acquire some more income mm-hmm. to let if they don't if they don't go on a full ride full ride um, to be able to send that child to school. Because or, I I guess I look at the overall picture of the actual cost in which I should have looked up how much is it really cost to raise a child from start you, to you can never years. calculate. That. <laughs> 
to 18 years old. You can, we give mean, a round, roundabout. You can honestly never calculate. That. Yeah, it, because you a, never stop raising a child. Yeah, because it's a, but it's a lot though. It really is a lot. Yeah, but you never stop raising a child. I don't care how old your child gets. You never true, stop raising true. a child. But like because what said, if your financially child, though? What if your child gets into a situation where they need help financially? They can be 30, 40 years true. old. True. If you have to help them. I then agree. that's what it is. I agree, but we're going to do the statistical of 0 to 18. That's what they say. You know, 0 to 18. Or 0 to what? When people get out of college, what, 20, 21 or so? Mm -hmm. 0 to 21. The cost of raising a child is astronomical. It mm -hmm. really is. It is. So, you know, to do that 2, 3, 4, 5 in 2018... But yeah. statistically, now nowadays people are not having children, or they're only having one child. Statistically, mm -hmm. that's just what it is now. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it may have more to do with financially, mm -hmm. and it may have more to do with the economy and what we're going through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because like back in, you see, I was born in '82, so it it didn't take much. You know, you could buy a bag of beans and you can we can live off that for two or three days for five kids. You buy a bag of beans now, it's going to toss you about $20. <laughs> and then you got one child that eats it all up. <laughs> so, yes, I do see the economical um, viewpoint of people not having as many as five kids now. But, like I said, when you start doing the threefold five i really do start looking at you crosswise because i'm like do you realize the investment of I, I think more than financially i look at it energy wise i look at it like do you have the energy to invest in that child but some people don't have the energy the investment in one child they don't they don't but i'm so, talking about multiple children a day <laughs> <laughs> we're having a discussion yeah so I'm, just, I'm just like i just be one is not better than the other is what i'm trying to say yeah okay okay because you can have one child that puts you through everything that multiple children would that is that is so correct so that is so correct i i, I do agree with that i do agree with that but i just like from coming from a background of multiple children i just was like the energy that my mom and them spread thinly over all five of us and me being a mother now and investing into this one child to me is just it just i feel like you do a disservice to the other children in some shape form or fashion but you can do the same disservice to that one child and that's why we have our that's why we're so opinionated <laughs> no because if if a person is not, it's not even about mentally ready mm -hmm. because, like I said, that child might not be how you think. So you you yeah. may not be mentally prepared to deal with their personality. But if you only have one child, mm -hmm. say that one child puts you through everything, mm -hmm. whatever whatever comes up through the ringer. I mean, they just put you through it. I hope you don't have another one. No, no, that's it's not about, it's <laughs> not about that. That's my thought process. Hope you don't do it's this not again. About that, but what I'm saying is about your point is is nothing is guaranteed whether you only have no, one child not. or multiple. No, children. it's not. It really isn't. But I just wish people would think 
I wish people would think twice before they have multiple kids because you just have to, as a parent, I think we have a responsibility to our children to invest into them mm -hmm. energy-wise. I agree with that. And financially-wise, emotionally-wise. And I just want you to think twice before you bring another child into this world. Like, what is this going to cost me? Not just financially, but what is this going to cost me? Am mm -hmm. I going to be provide that for that child? I agree with And that. if I don't provide that for that child, what is it going to um, domino effect into their life? That's I all, agree that, with that. That's all I and that's want why people to think of. I am making the decision mm -hmm. to wait until I have children. I would love to have children. Yeah. If it was up to me, I would have them right now. Yeah. But I have to be realistic with yeah. myself and understand that I do not have... The patience, mm -hmm. the uh, energy, the I just just period. I just don't have that within me right now yeah. because I see what people go through when it comes to raising children. You know, school just started. We were talking about that last time, mm -hmm. and people have to like research the schools. You yeah. have to do all of that. You yeah. have to take all that into consideration. And where my life is right now, I'm still building it, and yeah. I don't want to bring a child into something I'm still trying to build because I'm trying to pour all of my energy into what I'm trying to build for myself, so that when my child comes, I can probably take a break from. Mm -hmm. from working yeah or whatever and you know just really have that focus on my child but if i bring it to a child you know if it happens it happens it's nothing yeah. you know you can stop you can yeah. try to you can stop you can you can plan all day plan long, all yeah. day but yeah. it, you know whatever and people can say you know con contraceptives all of that stuff people get pregnant with contraceptives people get pregnant with condoms they're only 98 percent mm -hmm. <laughs> um they, it, I mean, sometimes things just are supposed to happen the exactly. way they're supposed to happen. Anyway, um, but I, I just feel like if I bring a child within my building period of, of my life, mm -hmm. the energy that I could put into my empire, my career path, mm -hmm. I will not be able to give the same energy to that. So I do not feel like it will flourish. Like I would love to see it, mm -hmm. and I do know that, or at the rate, at the that rate, you yeah. would love to see it. Okay, I don't believe that you know people regret having children, but I do know some people say I wish I would have waited. waited. Yeah, I've heard that, and I think that's something hard. If I was a child, that would be hard for me to hear. That's your parent until you grow up. I mean, but yeah. even if I grew up, even at this age right now, if mm -hmm. I was to hear my mom say I wish I would have waited. It's like, do you regret having me? Mm -mm, she just wish she would have waited. I mean, but I mean, as, I you, as you being an adult now and now you seeing the bigger picture I of get adulthood. Bigger, I get the bigger picture, but uh -huh. for me to hear that come out of my mother's mouth, someone who says that they love me unconditionally, mm -hmm. someone who says that they wouldn't have it any other way, somebody, mm -hmm. someone who says that they grateful to have me, you know, to have had me, all of that stuff. For me to hear that come out of your mouth mm -hmm. is a stat. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. care how old I get. To me, it's just a stab. Because it's like, well, I'm here. <laughs> Did I mess up your life? Do you do you feel like I messed up your life? Do you regret having me? Do you? That's, that's just my mindset as far as someone saying that. Okay. I, like, I that's somebody telling you, like, you're married. Uh -huh. So, that's like your husband said, I wish you would have waited to get married. But you talk. But you told me. You, but you told me you love me. You you asked me to marry you. I'm just saying you asked me. I didn't ask you. So for you to come and tell me, 
I wish we would have waited to get married. Well, nigga, sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a sometimes the truth is a hard thing to swallow. But my, that, but my thing is, why did you ask me? Don't ask me if you ain't ready. <laughs> That's just my thing in life. Like, yes, we regret stuff, but yeah. certain certain things is just, you just like don't need to be said. It don't need to be said. Okay. It, it doesn't. Period. Okay. It just doesn't. If you might feel like that, you may feel like, oh. Well, I thought I was ready at the time to get married. I wasn't. We had all these issues. The well, I know this what needs to be said. We finna do our black business shout out. See, he just be <laughs> she just be cutting off the conversation. She don't want to talk to y'all that long. <laughs> now it's time for this week's black business shout. And this week we are shouting out. Back to Serenity, she is a licensed massage therapist and a Reiki 2 healer. And I have to say this, y'all gonna get tired of hearing about this bachelorette party, but y'all, when I tell you I put my foot in it, I put my foot in it, y'all. Um, she was one of the vendors at the party, and she did um, chair massages. Her name is Clarissa, a.k.a. Serenity. You can find her on Instagram, back to the number two, Serenity. Or you can look at her website at ClarissaFrancisLMT.com. Um, she's also the owner of this Back to Serenity Massage Therapist. Um, she does parties. She does in-call, out-call. And y'all, her massages just like put you into a euphoric trance. Like she does the best massages. <laughs> euphoric trance. <laughs> I, mean, I tell you, when I, did, when I get massages, I just want to be taken away mentally. And she truly does that. Um, we always want to recognize our black businesses in the community and support one another. So if you have a black business that you want to recognize, just email us at talktomequeen at gmail.com and I'll be sure to get them their business on the air and just send me their name and their contact information and why you think they should be recognized and why we should patronize them. Before we end the segment, can you explain what Reiki is? Reiki! Ah! Oh. Yeah, I love Reiki. Oh, cause I am to a Reiki, um, Reiki two, um, healer. Yeah. Reiki is a form of energy work. Okay, and I don't want to get too deep, cause you know this is my passion right here, y'all. <laughs> but Reiki is a form of energy work, and when you do Reiki, it's like I'm not healing you. It's the universe healing you. I'm just a basically like a plug-in cord, an extension cord. So is it like readings, or what is it? Like readings. Is it is it in that form? Or? It's it's energy. Like I'm using I'm I am basically a conduit for the energy through the universe to help either take away or to heal. You know what I'm saying? Something that was is within your body. So like a medium? Yeah. Okay. I guess you could say something like, like that. Like a medium. Okay. But um for instance, my husband had a sore throat the other day and I literally put my hands on his throat and I you know, do little symbols and things and it helps to it helped alleviate his sore throat and I, I use Reiki all in different forms in my life with whether it's an illness whether it's financial whether it's love friendships or anything like that I do use Reiki but we'll since y'all are interested in that I'll definitely do a show about Reiki healing which I would love and I would probably have Clarissa on there so she could talk about it too but yeah um, y'all actually give Clarissa a call aka Serenity back to serenity for her massages for um and let's patronize hers let's lift up our black businesses in the community 
Also, if you have more topics for us or want to tell us some stories, need some advice, you can also access us on that email as well. Talk to me, Queen. Okay. On to the next sector of our show, the Queen's Nook filled with money saving or money making tips. And this week is going to be money saving. So, as we all know, um, cable TV has gotten way out of control. I hate paying my cable bill every month. <laughs> Y'all, I was paying $200 or more for my um, cable TV and it just became reality to me that this was ridiculous. So, I have been clean from cable TV. <laughs> are you become, are you? I have been clean from cable TV since May 2018. <laughs> and I want y'all to be clean too. <laughs> so, let me tell you another option. Um, I use IPTV through the fire stick. And I, I'm not going to do no recommendations because I don't want y'all coming back saying, Oh, it didn't do what Ziri said it was going to do. Were you addicted to clean? <laughs> But I am going to tell y'all to go to YouTube. YouTube is going to be your best friend on IPTV. Um, which one to... Um, Deal with this stick period. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to help you find out if you're a movie addict, if you're a television series addict, or you like live TV or sports, it's going to direct you to which IPTV network to use. So I recommend that. Um, you can get some for free or you can pay for you can pay for it. I prefer to do the paid ones because it doesn't buffer like the the free ones do. So, and I have cut literally cut my cable bill down to uh, I only paid a third of it now when I was paying $200. So, and it's on multiple TVs, the actual service that I use, but like I said, I ain't going to give y'all because one a con of the IPTV is that um they like go and come <laughs> so like it'll be going strong one time and then it'll go down and then you got to switch services i don't mind doing that if that's gonna save me some money so i'm okay with that some people may not be okay with that like my sister she said i will pay 200 dollars to the day i die for my constant cable tv but i if if i takes me a little buffering or if it takes me um just waiting a little while or whatever or switching IPTVs, I'm okay with that because I'm saving money in the long run. So, y'all go ahead and save y'all coins with that IPTV. Alright, y'all. Now to one of my favorite sections of the day is the affirmation of the day. And the affirmation of the day for today is when everything changes, change everything. Y'all, sometimes we just got to shake some shit up. That's just the way it is. You know, we get stagnant with our energy and our moves in life. And we just got to, you know, disrupt that a little bit. One of my mottos is, um, insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And I just need y'all to know that if you keep doing something over and over again, and you keep getting the same result, you might need to shake that shit up. <laughs> When or every stop doing it. <laughs> look and which brings us like we said when everything changes change everything and don't be afraid of change you know a lot of people are they fear change because nope let's be honest with change a lot of people don't is that why like you it. don't want to have another child 
I, I tell you, I, 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 look, I am not going to lie to you, honey. I would be a nervous wreck <laughs> if my butt was to come up pregnant right now. Literally. Like, they were like, y'all, about to take Zuri to the, <laughs> to the padded white room. <laughs> she can't handle this shit. <laughs> I'm just saying because you have to change your lifestyle. Yeah, that why? I'm not gonna lie. I have a very, I have a very mature 13-year-old. Um, he's finna turn 14, and he, um, he's been mature. I swear, all his life. Like I barely had to, like, get really in depth with helping him learn things and stuff like that. He caught on very quickly and everything. So my fear, I'm not gonna lie. My fear is that if I do have another child, it will be the complete opposite. And it will require a lot of my energy. So y'all, that's why she don't no. want to have multiple kids. Okay? It will require the truth. double, triple <laughs> times the energy. And I would be like, uh, I mean, you don't, you didn't get it the first time? Like, we got to do this again? Like, I, I'm confused. Y'all, that's the that truth. what your brother did. <laughs> that's the truth. We got the truth out of y'all. Oh, you so funny. <laughs> Back to the information. Uh, I believe if you change it up sometimes, you might get the results you want or the results that you need. Um, so that's our affirmation of the day. When everything changes, change everything. Okay, guys. This is the end of our show, but we want to remind you guys to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Queen's Tea Podcast. Again, our email is talktomequeen, that is T-A-L-K-T-O-M-E-Q-U-E-E-N at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. We love uh, to get some responses. We like to talk to you guys offline, read your stories on the show. And really connect with y'all. Please like uh, and share our podcast with your family, friends. Get the word out, you know. <laughs> we're your new girlfriends. We part of the family now. I know, right? All right. So we are Queen C Podcast. Don't forget to let your queen. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Don't forget to let your crown shine. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace. <laughs>